Welcome people in New Mexico and anyone else tuning in to Just a Note New Mexico. I'm your host, Little L. Of course, my real name's Linda, but call me Little L on the show. The episode name is called Digital Footprint, Discussions with Content Creators on Authentic Influence. So we want to welcome back producer Rachel Baca. She's in the NM Youth Pod, so she's producing today. So welcome, Rachel. We want to tell her congratulations on your master's degree in social work this year. Way to go, Rach. And your new position as a case manager with Catholic Charities of New Mexico. So this is awesome. Congratulations to you. And thanks for producing our show today, Rach. And we want to welcome our guest, David Wilson, known online as It's Dave OU. And so I'm going to read from your bio because it's just so beautifully written. And then we're going to, <laughs> then we're going to talk about our icebreaker interview that we had yesterday, a couple of highlights, and just kind of just share some things from there. So everybody listening, Dave, David currently lives in Ohio, works full-time, but outside of that, he creates a variety of social media content, including mindset, gaming, and more. On top of that, he also grows a business in his part-time. Dave's goal is to add entertainment and value to his audience by being a good resource to come to on a variety of topics. Thinking more long-term, Dave's goals consist of being able to work full-time as a content creator and a business owner by the time he's 30. So that means he's under 30 people, that's right, 24 mm -hmm. <laughs> to be exact. <laughs> and so essentially being able to control his time and money. So welcome to Just a Note New Mexico from Ohio, David Wilson. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so we're going to get into, so yesterday we also had an icebreaker interview, which was new to me because I never do this. People in New Mexico know I always have people I know. And so we took kind of like a different turn in our introduction season and wanted to reach out to somebody online that I was like, I like this person's content and let's just talk to them about it. So you agreed and here we are. So um, we met yesterday on a icebreaker interview, which was really fun. I appreciate our conversation. Mm -hmm. What are some of the highlights kind of that you could recall from yesterday's interview? I don't know. I mean, to be honest, I, I thought it was just a really good conversation. John, we talked about a variety of topics, anything from just like, you know, finances to education to, you know, being able to, have some really good like personal development in your life, figuring out what you want long-term, like for you specifically. And so it was very good. It, it lasted a lot longer than I thought, but that's a good thing, you know, like being able to have, have that good quality time. That means the conversation was just really in depth. So. Yeah, absolutely. I was, yeah, we had scheduled 30 minutes because it was my first time doing this whole idea behind, Hey, I don't know. Let's do a icebreaker interview. Rachel as a producer was in there too. And I was like, 30 minutes. But again, like lesson learned, like it's good to know, like, hey, well, maybe schedule more time, but it's also just to, nice to be organic about what was going oh, yeah. on. So, so that was really cool. So I appreciated getting to know you more. And so just, uh, you know, you gave us a snapshot of who you are. So I appreciate that. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners about your bio and, you know, creating that and some of the things that you're doing right now? I mean, uh, to be honest, I think we're I mean, we're going to cover a couple points like throughout your podcast and everything like that. So I think, I think you hit like just a good generalization of my bio and yeah, that, that is my goals and, and stuff like that. I understand like being able to accomplish that stuff by the time I'm 30, like that is, it's going to be like five years from now. Cause I'm, I'll, I'll be turning 25 in November. And so I've been having to learn to just be patient with myself. Like, and this is the time between 20 and 30 to really dedicate to, you know, something that you are passionate about and something that you can grow. And so, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be covering a lot of stuff throughout okay. the podcast. So I'll, I'll let you like get right into that. And, all right. And all that so stuff. on that note, we're launching season three. So this is the introduction episode for everybody listening. 
for everybody who's been following along, the pandemic kind of hit. And so we did this pandemic podcast series and it was very random <laughs> because it was a pandemic and we were trying to figure out if we even wanted to continue the podcast within what was going on. And we did, and it was, but it was really hard because everything was changing. And so we had to really adjust and adapt and we've done that. And so that's why we decided to just really kick off a new season with a new design. And we're going to talk more about that later, but that's what today's all about. It's a little more personal for me sharing with you guys where I'm at with, uh, we've been a year in the podcast now. And so we're going to continue to grow in that. And so with that in mind, we're going to start off with the first segment, which is what our episodes call and that's called and that's digital footprint. And so we introduced this idea behind digital footprint in our second season, I believe with our freshmen, um, uh, when we interviewed a couple of freshmen from high school and talked to them about what they felt their digital footprint was online. So this is really just about discussions with content creators, which is what Dave is, and about authentic influence. So when I tell you authentic influence, what comes to mind for our listeners? We're, we're just talking about being authentic online and also share with us some of the platforms that you're using and maybe your reasons for that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the first thing that you know, I had Twitter and Instagram, like when they came out, like initially, like, again, it's one social media is very interesting, interesting beast. It's like what wherever the attention's at. So obviously, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat comes up, TikTok is like the recent one, right. And so I originally like started making content on YouTube, and it was gaming stuff specifically. And I had no idea how to video edit or anything like that. I'm, I'm self taught in that area. Um, and so YouTube was one of my first pieces I would say like one of the first social media platforms that I used to actually drop content on. Um, and now it's just kind of developed into using, you know, Twitter for, you know, my written content and stuff like that. Actually, Twitter is going to be coming out with a feature that's going to give you, uh, I believe it's like two minutes of like audio. So you can just do like a short snippet of like a sound, which is going to be pretty cool. And so I use Twitter for that. Instagram is mostly used for like uh, story uh, type content for me. So I can like put out you know, what podcasts I listen to, like quotes from books, uh, maybe just my thoughts. Also drop my podcast on there as well, including on like uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. And then uh, TikTok is specifically like, you know, for entertainment content. Yes, I do drop some mindset stuff content on there as well. But TikTok is very organic and it's a short form video platform. And so as quickly as you can get the attention, that means it can go away fairly quickly as well, right? And so I, I use almost everything. The one that I, that I don't use that I probably should be trying to do on a more professional level is LinkedIn because LinkedIn right now is apparently like Facebook 2008, right when it first came out. Everything's super, like super organic. If you put out like a scholarly article of yourself, it can get like 2 million views somehow. Wow. And again, like, again, LinkedIn is kind of more like, you know, business professional type stuff. It's a little more lax now. Um, but I pretty much use every social media platform. Snapchat is just, you know, for my friends and anybody who wants to have a good conversation with me, uh, you know, that's one way to do it. Um, but yeah, I hope that, I hope that answers your question. I, I use a no, lot of different social media it's platforms. A perfect se- it's a definitely a perfect segue to what this whole episode's about. In every season, I'm going to have an episode like this, just an introduction with people that are basically taking all these different platforms and producing content and their purpose behind that, because everyone can do it now, you know, you can just, yeah. you know, say anything you want. And I think that's once a little scary, but it's also beautiful because it's just, we, we have this opportunity as people mm-hmm. to create and especially young people, which is why the NM Youth Pod was kind of developed was because 
the podcast that um, we're doing with Just to Know it was about investing in young people in our state, which we're going to get it next into a little bit of what you know about New Mexico or kind of share some of New Mexico <laughs> versus Ohio things. But before yeah. we do that, yeah, that's that's kind of like the whole idea is I just now started kind of shifting my mindset around, okay, I really need to evaluate what social media platforms I'm, I'm using and why. And then if I don't find value to them, like I just need to like let them go or shift how I'm using them. And also the time that you could spend on them, like that has to really be yeah. managed well. And if you're doing it for like, like the podcast for advertisement or for a business, you have to set a certain amount of time and energy into that so that you can grow, but it also can be very um, toxic to be on so much and not mm -hmm. give time to yourself. Like when we talk about personal development and just that balance. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, the, that whole digital <laughs> footprint thing now, and you like, I look at like, Instagram 2014 or whenever I was on it, and I'm like, what was I doing? You know, and then it kind of develops, you know, so I don't know if you have some stuff like that where you're like, oh gosh, like roll your eyes, but then you're like, well, I was, it's my journey, like my digital footprint too. It's my online, like this is what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, I think right now, especially uh, with the, with, uh, you know, COVID hit and everything like that. And I think probably in the past couple of years, you know, being a content creator or an influencer or whatever entrepreneur, or whatever word you want to toss in there has been something that's, you know, come up as quote unquote cool. Like that's the cool thing to do now. Right. And you know what, my one piece of advice, especially for social media, like my one piece of advice is that, you know, maybe if you're feeling lazy toward it, maybe that's an indicator that's maybe not the right path you want to go down. Number one. And I like your comment about social media. It, you know, it can be time consuming. Like it definitely does require, you know, time and energy and effort and it can, you know, get to your head a little bit. So you need, you do need to take that time to have some R and R like today. I literally, I read for like four hours today. I had some good lo-fi hip hop music in the background. Like I just, I just sat on my couch and read a book. Um, it's funny that you, and the other thing on social media too, about being like quote unquote toxic, it, people don't think about this a lot is that so like social media is just an empty shell. It's all filled with people, right? And so social media is exposing us and the internet doesn't care who you are. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so you could, so this is why people, people blow up all the time on social, on like social media specifically, that's just where the attention of the internet is at. But again, this is why people blow up is because the internet doesn't care what your background is or anything like that. You have an equal opportunity just to hop on there, create content, be able right. to build a platform and a brand from there you have to have an email that's the only thing you got to have in order to get it you know and so most of yeah. us can do that and so yeah. and actually that brings us to you know for our listeners like you know i met dave through tiktok so we're going to talk a little Correct. bit about tiktok here because so rachel our producer here was the one that kind of tried to get me to go get on tiktok a while back ago and i had the app but i didn't know how to use it and i was kind of actually like we said i was lazy and trying to learn it and then one day I just actually got on it and started to actually really figure it out and have so much fun with it. And so, you know, you kept popping up on my page and then it was like some gaming stuff, which I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't like that. <laughs> but then one day, you know, it was like either the mindset and also like the books, you know, you're, you're starting mm -hmm. a book club on TikTok and it was just yeah. kind of like came to me at the right time. And so then just kind of just in the space of um, using TikTok one for the podcast and there's so many New Mexico people on there. So <laughs> my FYP page was just full of like New Mexico content, which I was loving. And then right. um, single guys, because I'm single. So that's what was happening. I was like, this is strange. But it it's was all fun. catered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all catered to you. And so um, I was just super grateful for you, you know, at that time and place, just the universe works that way. 
That's one thing we talked about yesterday too, is just how we're all connected. So yes, you're in Ohio, I'm in New Mexico. This is just to seems a little out of, out of the ordinary, but everything that we're talking about is so universal as far as, you know, how we are as human beings. And so that's what's really exciting about just being able to connect with you as a creator and talk about our digital footprint. So I wanna close this section out. And if you have any more things to say, maybe about New Mexico or also your podcast, because that's one of the things that happened too, is I didn't know you were a podcast host on TikTok until later on. And when I found that out and I listened to all your episodes, they just really resonated with me. And so I appreciated that content. So if you could share with the listeners a little bit about your journey as a, a podcast host as well and where they could find that. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, so originally, I I made uh, videos for like Instagram and Facebook specifically. I never really thought about you know dropping an audio form on it. I've always been like a video editor. Like I went to high university for music production, so I I knew like how to you know mix, master, uh, record sound, all that stuff. And I just never thought of like dropping a podcast. And then probably back in oh probably like June or July, I was like, you know what, let's just do it. You know, I have nothing to lose. I've already created the video. All I have to do is rip the audio off of there and just toss it on. And so within, you know, a week, it was approved on, you know, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and a bunch of other platforms as well. Um, so it is called the It's Dave OU Audio Experience. Uh, I do I do cover a lot of mindset as, you know, little L discussed. Um, it's very interesting. And you've seen it too on my content that my content is very different across all my platforms too. And I, I think that's one of the good things about, you know, being a variety like type of creator or variety type podcaster, especially what you do. You, you cover so many different, different topics on one platform. And I think that can draw, that can draw in a, you know, variety of people as well. So yeah, to getting into the podcasting, I basically just said, you know what, I'm already doing this already video form. Let's just drop it in audio form. Nice. And I felt yeah. overwhelmed. Like I felt like I was all over the place until also like seeing some of this like okay he's doing game he's got fitness stuff he's got books in there there's like there's just all this stuff but it's like wait that's fine like because that's like kind of all your, the things that you like and so yeah. you know it's been really neat to to actually TikTok. i appreciate the platform because i'm finding like all these creative people that i probably would have never seen on facebook or instagram like that TikTok's just a different type of world for you know different different type of creators so it's a really neat platform that i'm like really just now diving into and so, um, so yeah, that's really exciting. So let's get into um, the Creator Collaboration Hub, which is really just um, the next segment in this introduction episode, which gives us a deeper dive into a content creator and, and that world and the process. And so people think, oh, these guys are good at it. They just hop online and do this. And like you said, editing and all these different things. Well, no. Yep. And when you talk about variety of topics as well, because... Yep. If you're in one lane, it's not, it's probably a little bit easier, but then when you're covering multitude of things, there's schedules and all these yeah. things you have to manage and accounts and <laughs> passwords or whatever, you know, so yep. <laughs> getting into this and in this, we're going to introduce season three too, which we can, of Just a Note New Mexico, which is going to help us to like kind of chat about some of these things that we know we, we both have in common. So first of all, how do you prepare, you know, to record or I know you live stream a lot. So I don't know if there's something you do like as rituals or things to help you so you don't stumble or, you know, so I'll let you kind of share with that. And then I'll give you some of my things that, that I like to do as well. Yeah. Um, to be honest, like I do most of my stuff in the evening. Uh, so by the time the evening rolls around, my voice is already warmed up. Like I'm out of work. I'm already hype, you know, to actually dive into what I'm doing. And so typically there's, I really don't have like a, 
like an insane warm up. I just kind of just drop in and do it. And I understand that's very different from, you know, a lot of, a lot of people's things. Like some people do have to, sometimes I do have to hype myself up. Right. Uh, there's a guy named uh, Jason Capital and he, uh, he barks like, like a dog he does that really loud for like no, 30 seconds that's his that's thing fun. And, that sounds fun and that, and that that's part of his ritual and he, you know he's really he's really good at what what he does um and so sometimes i'll do that i, under, I understand it sounds a little ridiculous but may maybe if you're someone out there you're like you know maybe i'm not feeling like you know doing the content right now or dropping my podcast even though if, if it is something that you are driven for and you do want to do it maybe do it okay maybe embarrass yourself maybe somebody hears you like who cares? You know what I mean? Uh, so, so that's kind of my ritual. Uh, yeah, I know you're going to talk about yours as well. Yeah, well, mine is kind of, it's, I do try to do vocal warmups, but it's been a while, like, usually, same as you, I've been up and doing, talking already for a while. So if you've been doing that, I don't need to do anything necessarily, but I always make sure I have water, um, some yep. sort of hard candy nearby or something in case I like choke, you know. So yeah, see, just some, I have things around me. So you can't see those things. And that's what's really neat about like, whether you're doing video content or even audio, people can't see what's going on behind the scenes. And so I just wanted to share a little bit of that world with folks because people are having to develop digital content in a way that they haven't had to before. And so people that have already been doing it, it's kind of like, it's nice to share some of the tricks of the trade or things that you found, you know, helpful for, you know, that kind of stuff. So is there anything else that you want to like share like tricks of, you know, that you found with live streaming or any types of tools that you found particularly helpful in, in this kind of world? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I, I just thought about this too, is that it's, it's kind of interesting how my schedule lines up like Monday, Wednesday, Friday are the days that I actually like lift and work out. And then, Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the evening is also the time when I live stream on Twitch, right? And so me, maybe me doing that workout and getting ready just like, you know, relieves the stress of the day. So I'm actually ready to go into my stream fresh, you know, energized and just positive. And then also during the stream, you know, I do, you know, I do have water. I have, I have a multitude of just beverages. And then also like I've been coined on my Twitch stream sometimes as king of the snacks. Cause I just have, my pantry is just packed. So I have so much stuff in there. So yeah. So when, when I'm live streaming, I'll be facing like my monitor and everything. And then over here I'll have like, you know, like trail mix and uh, you know, chips and crackers, like salsa, like that, that, there's just a multitude of multitude of snacks I have. Um, and I do try, I do try to like have a fairly healthy diet, but I do love food. Like I am, <laughs> yeah. such, a, I am such a foodie. Like I love trying different like restaurants around uh, Columbus. My boss, uh, he's he loves he loves food too so he he's kind of spoiled us a little bit he's taken us to like basically any type of food indian korean japanese steakhouse like anything you can think of i've probably had it so that's kind of some of my i don't know i, I don't want to go on a rant but that's just kind of my thoughts on no that, yeah. well i do want to give a shout out to rachel too because right before in the nanam youth pod hub there she was uh um eating some hot fries so she was snacking too. I think it's important to have like all those little snacks. I actually just finished eating dinner before we recorded. So I didn't have any snacks, but definitely the water. Um, you know, it's just, and it's all like, again, what you, what you might need, you know, what you might think is, is, is something that you need in order to produce your content. And sometimes it's a workout thing. So you're just kind of in that little, little space. The other thing too, is I don't like everything to be online, right? Sometimes it's just it's private for me. Like I'm not going to go uh, like, Everything I do isn't going to be live stream. Like, oh, I'm going to read a book. Let me just like go. There's just specific things that I'm doing. And in yeah. that note, I want to introduce season three because that's like 
kind of encapture some of the merging between the personal passions that I have and then the community work that I've been doing and then merging it all into that umbrella of the podcast. And so it's been hard to explain it to people, but then once it's kind of getting out there, I feel like it's, it's happening. And so um, I want to start with kind of talking to you about um, the community connections is the first one because we have our, our little themes here and the community connections was actually the original podcast that we've been doing. And that's kind of like taking the state of New Mexico and lifting it up because we know that it's like what I shared with you yesterday, you know, about us being last in, in some data and yep. just trying to lift that up because we know that there's a lot being done about it though. There's programs and services that are really working towards making a change um, towards that. And so community connections is really about that and really getting like youth hosts and talking about um, our systems. And so I know mm -hmm. education is one of them. And so you and I talked about financial stability and I think it's, those yep. two are just so connected, you know, uh, our education system and then also, you know, how well I'm managing my finances as an adult. And so yeah. those two kind of topics I want to start off with within community connections, because I think that's really relevant to, to our state and, and some of the challenges we face. So I want to, yeah. Just let you, I want to open it up with finances and education, which I know you can kind of share a lot about and with our listeners. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if we just want to start out with just like the education. So I, I grew up in a really small town. I, I live on a farm, believe it or not. Uh, that if you go to any of my content, it does not seem like it at all. I know how to run a tractor and do all that stuff, believe it or not. Uh, so I graduated with like 60 people, middle of nowhere, uh, decided to go to uh, higher university uh, for college, originally for engineering. Uh, decided, you know what, that's not for me. I didn't like it. Changed over to music production. And, you know, obviously graduated uh, back in 2018. And I think the one the one unfortunate thing through my whole education experience is that nobody really sat me down and, or gave me resources that say, here, you need to understand finances like beforehand. Right. And I know we talked about this yesterday. Like I'm 24 years old. Uh, I paid off all my student debt back in February. Uh, I paid like hundred percent cash for a car. It's not lease or anything. And that's not a flex or anything. That's just how I wanted to do it personally. Um, and so I would really like to have more people like me, you know, young, no debt, like the only reoccurring payments I have is like apartment and a couple other things. So I'm able to actually, you know, budget my finances every month and, and save and invest, uh, whether it is my business or a stock market or anything like that, or in books. Like I know we were talking about books as well. A lot of what I learned from finances and, um, you know, understanding how taxes work and stuff like that is from books. Like it wasn't from school. Like I, I, I can't say I'm self-taught cause I don't know everything. Um, but I do understand how those work. Um, so uh, does, does that kind of answer your question? You want me to dive absolutely. a little more deep into another no, topic? No, absolutely. And, and I think the, the topic of finances is really important to me because personally, like sharing with our listeners where I'm at is, you know, a year ago and, and selling my house because I, I bought a house at a really young age thinking that was the next step for me. But really, if I look back at it, it, it wasn't what I wanted. You know, it wasn't where I wanted to prioritize being a homeowner. It really, it really wasn't my thing with the neighborhood association, which I didn't really understand any of that. And mm -hmm. so um, it feels like a lot like I'm finally kind of taking the time to just grow personally and develop, you know, as, as my own self, because I didn't go to college. So I, you know, those of you who know me, I went straight into the workforce after I graduated. But within that, mm -hmm. everything I learned was, you know, okay, oh, you need to learn how to um, develop a program for students. Well, I had to learn and read about that and then execute it. And so mm -hmm. it was always learn, read, execute, coach, that kind of path for 20 years and now trying to 
actually step back and just um, like actually focus on me for a while versus like a more coaching or, you know, I still do doing some of this content creation, but outside of that, one of my passions is passions, my priorities <laughs> is um, my own finances. Oh. And yeah, both. Yeah. My own fi finances. And that goes with like, and also reading more books and gaining knowledge because you, you can't, the value of reading, like you said, like being able just to read a book and, and getting that, and I work in a library, yeah. but I have a hard time. Like, that's one of the things, like, everyone knows, like, the day that I was having such a hard time and reminding myself of the discipline of reading, then your life popped up with, you know, reading a book. So I was yeah. like, okay, do it again. So I've really tried to reset myself and, and just learn things uh, uh, as a 38-year-old again. Like, yeah. you know, and we're always going to be constantly learning. And I also, mm -hmm. you know, went into therapy, too, which was something new that I want to share with our listeners just because it's important for me to share the importance of mental health. And mm -hmm. that I may look like, like you talked about flexing. I think that's important. I like that you say that because I put stuff online. I don't share everything because I don't like to share negative, but I have struggled with depression. I'd have struggled. I still have a little bit of that now that I'm working through, but I don't want to share that all online. And so I might have a little more positive content, but I also yeah. want to be real and don't seem like I don't struggle or that I'm not, I'm just always this happy person because I'm developing me. There's things that I'm struggling with as an individual that I'm still trying to, to work on. And I know you can relate to that too. And these books can, any book can, you know, with content that can help you with those things as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, like with my content, I, I, you know, I enjoy putting out everything. It does, it does keep me accountable to be like genuine and authentic and to continually, you know, get better every day. And you know, that's, that's just what I want to do with my content. You know, everyone's a little different. Some people open up to it, you know, a little more, which is fantastic. I think it also, it also shows that you're human. Like I, under, like I, I say it all the time, like I'm not perfect and I'm not, I'm not unique. I'm in a unique position. I know we talked about this yesterday. I'm in a unique spot in life, but everything that I've been able to do with, you know, my content and my business, I dedicate, I literally dedicate all of that like success and everything to that, to the books that I've read, to the podcasts I have listened to, to the people that I've been able to associate with. And, you know, I, and, and we talked about reading yesterday, right? Being able from the education part, whether it is finances, whether it is personal growth, whether it is, you know, getting a mindset from a story and stuff like that. And, um, there, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't sit here and say, that I, that I like reading because I, I can't say, I don't like reading because I'm a slow reader. And I know we talked about the book, The Five Love Languages, which uh, mine's time. And I believe you said yours is time as well. Right. And so me being a slow reader takes up time to read. And so since I appreciate my time, that's why I'm like, ah, I hate reading. So I like the result of what I get from learning and then applying it, right? Like you said, yes. I know we talked about that too, is that when you learn something, apply it immediately instead of putting it back in your toolbox and it's going to get, a, it's going to get rusty, right? Yeah. Like apply it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I actually think I put this, one of the things you said in your podcast that I, that stuck with me um, was, well, you always say you hope you can add value to people, which is something like, yeah. I actually believe it or not was really not as confident was calling myself a content creator. I didn't know that that's what I was doing. I just, it, I don't like to label myself. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. But that is what I'm doing. I'm trying to own that as a, you know, individual and not be like afraid of that. But um, yeah. adding the value. And then um, one thing you said was, are you actually growing and then taking some action with the new knowledge that you've acquired? Mm -hmm. Or are you just finding something to post and put an image of you just learning? Right. And so I think mm -hmm. like, 
it's it's so important because I do I look back and I'm like yes I post things I'm in a training or whatever but that's great <laughs> are you actually applying that you know and, and continuing that and that's the hardest yeah. part and that's what I'm learning to do so within community connections we're going to really try to put like what you just said information out to the here's a book to read or here's an organization mm -hmm. you can you know follow or here's a resource for certain programs and services so it's really about that and that's once a month and we're going to really just um, continue to lift up our state too. So there's going to be nonprofits, community leaders. That's where we might like have political discussions about like policies that are happening in our state, you know, fund funding and all that kind of fun stuff, which I know we can get into that. But I do want to go into also um, community fitness, which I know you're into a little bit of fitness too. And so, you know, yep. we're going to have episodes once a month with coaches, athletes, and fitness instructors on physical health. And then also I'm going to start workouts live, which I'm a little nervous to do again consistently. But I used to teach once, uh, once upon a time, three days a week, three times a day at a community center, you know, like so much. And now I've like reduced that. And so it's just, I need to get recertified. So that section is also like following my journey towards getting recertified as a group fitness instructor. Because even though you're doing virtual, you still have to be certified. You can't just, I know people think like, yeah, you go live and work out. But if you're going to actually promote that it's a workout, like come follow me and do this workout, I'm liable. Somebody can get hurt, you know, like, oh, they yeah. might be, you know, and so that's what people don't realize. Like, I can't just start a class. I have to really make sure that people that want to sign up and do it, that I have this process that I'm, I'm following and taking. So yeah. I decided there, to just document that. Yeah, <laughs> there's logistics. And I know you know that too. Like, you know, like the gaming, yeah, it's like you have stuff on there. There's the Twitch in your accounts, like those are different things, but I am just like going to promote myself as being a physical trainer and certified, yeah. but right now I'm not certified in that. So getting people, and if somebody wants to do that, I have always wanted to share what it takes, the journey it takes to getting certified as a group fitness instructor. And so yeah. um, share a little bit about your journey through fitness. I know that you have some things that you do there and some of your TikToks are, you actually go live working out sometimes, which I think you said some people asked of you, which TikTok people are strange in that way. They ask for yes. some funny things. <laughs> yeah, and, and like you said, like you, you know, maybe I don't feel comfortable sharing every, every part of my life. Like for me, I'm like I'm willing to just just put it out there. I'm like if it's it's something that's requested, and if I'm just gonna be working out and listening to music anyway, I might as well just put it on. And like you said, personal training wise, like I I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not certified. I don't tell people to work out with me or anything like that. Um, my journey through just like you know playing sports throughout school. I ran cross country basketball, ran track did lifting. And then I got to college, I got recruited to run cross country. Um, but I thought running 13 miles a day would just be horrible. And so I just did not, <laughs> I did not do that. So, but I did continue to lift. Uh, I am certified to coach uh, basketball junior high and under. Um, I haven't done that yet. Once I earn my time back, I will, I would definitely love to give back to like my school and stuff like that. Be able to be able to uh, teach. Um, but yeah, yeah. With fitness, um, so when I got to, when I got to college, like I did kind of take a break. Uh, it's been about three years since I started lifting. I've been lifting for, you know, the past, uh, starting on like month three, uh, two weeks ago. And so it's been, it's been very fun it's lifting and, and working out and being like fit is something that I've always been, uh, you know, kind of passionate about. Um, a lot of people do use it as a way to, you know, relieve stress, you know, something that, you know, does help them, you know, with personal growth and, you know, potentially even a self-image type thing. Right. And so we're working out. Very, I, I do it live as I think it's just more for 
entertainment like i'll play music in the background like you know for example the last one they had the, like the new mgk machine gun kelly album come out and he's uh you know he's from ohio he's from cleveland and he's more of like hip-hop rap but this this sounds kind of like punk rock so i was like okay this is kind of interesting maybe this can hype me up during my workout uh you know so but i am very happy that i am getting back into you know lifting and you know running a little bit i definitely need to get my bike here in my area so i can actually start biking more because i like biking more than running now um so yeah i'm definitely not even close to being done or anything like that on my fitness journey for sure um it's getting there you know everything takes time progress you gotta be patient with yourself and you know, we talked about yesterday, uh, working out requires two things, right? Typically, a lot of things require two things, at least. And it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's consistently working out and eating fairly well. And right, exactly. for, for me, that's hard. Like, again, like I said, I yeah. love food. And so I'm the king of the snacks. And so it's kind of a kick in my butt to, like, <laughs> try to, okay, like, work well, out. Anyway. You're the so, king but, of the snacks, and I'm the queen of burritos. That's what they call me over here. No, that's a self-label. <laughs> but you know what's hard about the podcast that we've changed to digital only is one of the, my favorite segments we used to have is the burrito break and so oh. we would go to my favorite because I, I really do love burritos because they're so easy you know mm. they're it's a little handheld I burrito and coffee that's like my break go-to breakfast and here yep. in New Mexico it's just like you can get a burrito around any corner pretty much because it's so common and just great ones and of course making my own too and so we would go to my favorite spots and review these burritos and so do you guys have any good burrito spots in Ohio that's not Chipotle yeah um so authentic authentic oh man um shoot i just went to a place uh down in grove city in columbus oh what the heck is it called oh man i don't want to get the name wrong but i completely forget the name i've never been there and i was i was invited actually i was invited out by some people i met through tiktok that live in ohio and so i've been willing to do that too just like you know meet up with some people like have if they have a good conversation with me beforehand and you know i have the time like just you know sit down eat have a good conversation um but yeah we do we do have authentic mexican uh we also have one of my personal (laughs) favorites here on the columbus area is a place called condados Uh, i'm not sure if you know what that is So Condado's, uh, uh, it's Condado's and there's, and it's also called Barrio. Uh, they they were originally the same company, but apparently the two people who owned it, they kind of split. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know everything about like that business, but basically when you go in, they give you like a list and you can actually go through and check mark what you want on uh, like your taco, like whether you want uh, like a hard okay. shell or a soft shell. Like a subway want, for like, a burritos stuffed, and tacos. <laughs> yeah. Like you can have like okay. a stuffed shell with like chorizo in it. Like uh, it is. Uh, that's like one of my favorite places uh they got I, i'm a craft beer type guy more than anything yeah. so they got good variety of craft beer uh you know margarita every now and then so right, right. um but well, yeah. you notice that's the pick I, I picked for the promo you gave me a few of them but i have to mm-hmm. pick the one with the beer because you know prior to the pandemic of course and i've been able to go out a little bit afterwards we have some restaurants mm-hmm. opening but every yeah. wednesday we would go you know for our karaoke and beer and I miss that. I miss that a lot. But, you know, we have we have a lot of breweries out here in New Mexico, too. So you ever come down here, you'll be able to check out some of those really cool craft beers down here in, in New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So so speaking of that, you know, just like a one little thought that I have uh, when people talk about how they want to travel. You know, a lot of people do talk about that. It's like it's like, well, what do you want to do in like next five years? Like, oh, I like to travel. And obviously it's not very specific. And some people just kind of, you know, pull that out of their butt, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> in any again like this is just me like genuine authentic 
this this is just me and this me and my zone right now. Um, but one of the things that for me is like, well, David, why do you want to travel? I'm like, I just want to try all these all this food. Like yes. every state, every place is gonna have something very different and very interesting. Like if I were to go to New Mexico versus like Chinatown in New York, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's definitely gonna be something there I'm gonna want to try, right? So I, again, like I said, I'm a foodie. So. Yeah, well, my friend, a friend of mine, she travels a lot and she invites me every now and then, but money, of course, I told you, I got to work on my finances so that I yep. can. Important. Somebody, you know, says, hey, you want to just go with us for this train right here? And I'm like, yes. Well, we plan, they plan it around food stops, like where they, like, you know, they get it on apps or whatever. And they're like, we want to try yep. ice cream here. We want to get the burger from here or the pizza here. That is mm -hmm. just like the way to do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I can appreciate that. Um, so again, fitness, we have that diet, so we love to eat, we have that in common, but nope. I try my best to like balance that out. And that's something that I am resetting too, is just getting back into that group, especially if I'm going to go live and share my journey. It is going to be an authentic journey too, because like I am resetting, I'm not as fit as I was like 10 years <laughs> ago when I, <laughs> 10 years ago when I was like teaching so much. And yeah. so I'm just excited. And again, TikTok, I found some of my old, um, group fitness ladies that used to go to my class. I found them on TikTok because I started doing fitness content and New Mexico. And so then they found me like, you're, you're doing fitness. And I'm like, only on YouTube. And so like now just trying to grow that. But again, the time that it takes and really just really knowing your purpose on a platform and, and going yeah. towards that, which is kind of like, you know, reaching out to you is something new to me. Like I mentioned mm -hmm. earlier too. And just like you have what's so crazy to me too just to get a little bit off topic before I go into the next segment, you have all your stuff open, like your link tree, which I thank you because I need to do that. Like that's, I just really have to look more professional in my online content, <laughs> which you really do. And so like, you know, you have everything open, like your Snapchat, all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. that's so creepy to me, but you know, that's how I reached out to you. And then here we are like having this, this episode, but I think it's having that, that goal, you know, being bold, but also protecting yourself, you know, like if you do sense that somebody's not, you know, reaching out to you for that right reason or like, Hey, I'm not here for that. Yeah. Like I have had to tell people like guys are trying to like date me through Facebook or Instagram. I'm like, I don't, I'm not here for that. They're like, well, why are you here? I'm like to like fitness. That's it. Like I, I'm not here yeah. for that. Maybe try, you know, online dating, <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. where you can find some. So I've had conversations with guys in my DMs around that and they kind of get mad sometimes. They're like, Oh, you shouldn't be online. I'm like, no, you should know that I'm not on this platform for that then go to plenty of fish or whatever. And then maybe you'll, you know, be there. So it's really hard for me to, to be mean, not mean to people, but really just set those boundaries, right. Even online mm -hmm. set some really healthy boundaries. So what are some things you have around that before we get into talking about community music? Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, as you mentioned, like all my social media is open, everything is open to like DM and message and add me on. And, you know, that's just something I want to do right now. Maybe as my platforms get bigger, uh, you know, maybe the people who are more consistent around my content, maybe get a little more access. Um, I guess that that just comes with the territory of a lot of things. Um, and, you know, I get the same thing, too. Like, I get messages, like, people all the time. It's like, uh, you know, wrong intentioned, right? Some people some people just don't, don't understand or they don't watch my content long enough to really understand my personality and, and who I am as a person. Like, and what my intention is, like what you said, like, what's the purpose of me being on the social media platform, Right. Um, and so I get messages like that all the time. Some, you know, some are like good. I do have good conversations with people, like whether it's for a couple days or a couple months, you know, um, and some people just, they just enjoy throwing hate, 
And I know, and I know we had this conversation too, when it comes to like, you know, talking about like haters. I don't know if we're going to cover that later, unless you want me no, to talk you can about talk, it. Yeah, no, no, let's okay. go into it. Like that's um, perfect timing. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, talking about people who are like haters or people who are like negative towards your content. Um, like, I know I've talked about like Gary V a lot on a lot of my stuff. Cause he's like the social media King. He, he does everything on every platform every day. He's super, super consistent with that. And one of his things is that, look, if someone's posting negative or messaging you something negative, like on your content, just know that maybe they're not in a great place right now. You know, maybe, maybe like, again, you, we don't know anything like about that person, what they're going to be going through and all this stuff. And so being able to have like a little bit of grace, you know, for them as well. Like someone's like, well, Hey, this is wrong. This is stupid. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I'm sorry. You think that, um, you know, like maybe message me, we can have a conversation, have a good one. Like right, right. that's part of, that's part of my thing. Like, and I understand I had, I had a little story time well with you yesterday about a lady messaging me about a book quote and her pulling one little word from it and not really grabbing the concept, not really grabbing the context of the message. Right. And so, and, and again, I see myself as an educator, not like your traditional teacher. And like what you talked about, you know, some things I had to, you know, learn. I like to think of myself as a unteacher sometimes, like un, <laughs> right, yeah. unteach, unteaching maybe some of those bad habits or things that are inaccurate, mm-hmm. like that you've grown up, whether it is finances, whether it is, you know, uh, self-confidence and self-image and like, or flexing on social media, right. Unlearning those things mm-hmm. for, for people. And so, um, yeah, just dealing, just dealing with people with grace, um, I, it, it takes a lot to get me riled up on the topic. Um, so, so, but I, I, that's how I deal with the haters. And, you know, half the time they come back and they're like, you know what, you're right. Or like, you know what, I'm sorry. I was having a bad day or something like that. So um, that's how I deal with it. I, I'm a fairly positive person that like to have the PMA, the positive mental attitude. Um, that's, that's my default. You know, and I, I do get stressed. Like you said, I am a person. I go through stress. I go yes. through a little bit of anxiety here and there. Um, but 90, probably 90% of the time, I'm in my positive state of mind, for sure. I'm glad you talked about being an educator because um, one of the things, when you said that yesterday, I didn't get to tell you this, but I wanted to share with you that a friend of mine who is an educator, he's in administration, and growing up, I knew him all along while he was in you know, education, and he would always tell me, you would make a great teacher. He would say, you would make a great <laughs> teacher. But all this whole time, I was knowing him. I was teaching at the center. I was doing this. I was doing programs. But he would always say, you would make a good teacher. So in my mind, I always like labeled myself as like the great value brand of a teacher because I wasn't a licensed classroom teacher. And yeah. so for the longest time, I had this like kind of mentality about myself that I wasn't a real teacher. But what I grew in understanding about the out-of-school time world, which is what I do now, is anytime young people aren't in school, I'm coaching them in something. Not every day, mm-hmm. of course, but that's what I was called to do. That's my purpose. I'm really good at it. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. And so I really try to figure out how I, how I do that. And so it was just interesting to me. Like, so I told him, he like, came out, I said, you know what? You labeled me as the great value brand teacher for a long time, but you know, now, but now we're, we joke about it, but there's so many different ways that educators exist out there. And the oh, yeah. pandemic kind of highlighted that, right? Like you can't take like, yes, a classroom. So what he meant was you would make a great classroom teacher. He was mm-hmm. wanting, encouraging me to be in the classroom because that's what, where he saw, he saw me as a great teacher. So get in the classroom but I didn't want to be in the classroom. I really felt the desire and drive to really be a part of young people's lives when they weren't in the classroom, because that's where the gap is, you know? Yep. So talking about out of school time programs and education and things that in our, in our world that isn't okay. That's one thing in my passion is it's not okay that we don't have enough 
adults that are investing in young people when they're not in school. Yes, we need teachers. And if you feel called to that, I'm not yep. saying don't do it. But I know exactly. that, that that wasn't my calling. You know, my calling is to really coach young people when they're not in, in school in different types of content. Like you said, mm -hmm. be responsible with your digital footprint. Like, yep. you know, you're putting that out there as they have, like, I don't have content from when I'm in middle school, thank God. <laughs> but, but these yeah. young kids are going to have like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my Instagram when I was in middle school, you know, like, or they might delete it, but still it's, it, it finds its way of coming back to you um, when you put content out there. And so yeah. um, I, I appreciate the education piece because, you know, there's a lot of ways to educate our community. And when people oh, are putting content out there, that's, a lot of their intentions isn't like it sometimes it is to sell a product some people have their businesses some people are wanting to you know sell something but you'll always see that obviously in their promotions because they're going to yeah. post you know here's yeah. you know the product that i'm pushing but when you're put, actually just pushing on to add value educate people mm -hmm. people don't always like even me like talking like is this really this guy's like he just wants to share like the love of books with people like really and then starting to like chat with you more I'm like it's true he does you know and so just trying yeah. to find that like wow like that's cool that some people really are just wanting to push out positivity and and educate people on stuff that they already know too so mm -hmm. that's really it, awesome it and, and you mentioned that and it's you know it's a kind of a hit on I guess just the human behavior is that like well is this guy you know being genuine is he really trying to be a good person in general and that's one of the things too is that you know we've kind of gotten away from that you know um and like i said social media exposes us and so we've learned probably more about some of our friends and family uh or even just like acquaintances over facebook and twitter probably a little more than what we should have now like you're being <laughs> right. exposed right yeah and um i just completely lost my train of thought there but um, <laughs> it happens well actually that i mean let's get into community music then because i know like that's definitely what I wanted to hit on when it comes to, you know, education finances. But Community Music is an early learning podcast for families to connect through song and rhythm. And it's going to be eight episodes a year. So basically two per calendar season. So now we're in the fall. We'll have two, you know, episodes that are fall related. And so I think I described this to you as being kind of like a New Mexico style Sesame Street thing. I have yep. a lot of friends who are musicians. You are yourself a musician. You talked about being into music production, being into, mm -hmm. you're acapella, you're a singer, you're a musician. Your voice yeah. is your instrument. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Yeah, and so just kind of doing stuff like that, like getting into community music is maybe 10 to 15 minute little episodes on, you know, songs that, again, it's kind of early learning, but everyone loves Sesame Street. If, you know, your, <laughs> celeb your favorite celebrity musicians from New Mexico are on this program, anybody's going to watch. And so it's not just yeah. for kids, but, you know, let's say, you're a, you know, an aunt. And like me, I'm a, I have my nieces and nephews. I don't have any kids myself. I'm the only one actually of all of my family of eight kids um, don't have no children. And so, but I have them in my life so much. It's important for me to know how to interact with them in a positive oh, yeah. way. You know, and so through music and, and rhythm activities, I can learn how to interact with them and hey, let's just sing a song together. Instead of me like going choo choo, go away, you bug little kid. It's like a way to teach like us to do that. So that's the idea behind community music. Um, I know we didn't talk too much about this one, but what are some of your ideas around like how music can unify? I that's my belief that music music can unify people in in different in different ways. In, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny too is that you know I went into music production initially uh, at OU, and you know that kind of did develop into my you know the more the video 
uh, type stuff with the media creation and stuff like that. But, you know, music is a very good platform to have, you know, a, a positive influence on, especially with the version of what you're talking about, where it's going to be, you know, a good place for, you know, kids to come to and like even parents as well and, and stuff like that. I think that'll be good, especially when, with what you're talking about, trying to build up New Mexico and try to help, you know, help these kids, give them, give them an option to just, you know, come to something. Uh, instead of maybe doing an alternate activity that might not be as good, you know? And so, and, and you're doing a multitude of stuff with that, with all the other topics that we discussed beforehand as well. So um, I, it's funny too, cause I, after developing, you know, myself the past three years, I probably don't listen to as much music as I used to. I do, I do listen to a lot more podcasts. I, it's just probably like where I'm, where I'm at in life right now. You know, um, I think they said like in like psychology, like once you turn like 12, 13 years old, that's when you start picking out your own, you know, music genre yeah. for yourself instead mm -hmm. of your parents, right? So you kind of determine determine what you like. And you know, I grew up on a farm. I was originally, you know, country, eighties rock. <laughs> yes. I, I still, I still, I still like eighties rock. They have a Lionel Richie album uh, that he <laughs> redid all of his classics with country artists, and I actually like that. There's really good harmonies in there and stuff like that. Uh, but I did fall into like you know the kind of the R and B category. Like that's just kind of like what what my vibe is uh, currently. I guess probably like the past like six seven years probably. Um, but like you said, music music can is a good platform in a good way, you know, to bring a community together, you know, to get people involved. It's it's something that you know does have the potential to be positive, depending on how you use it. And it sounds like the way you're going to use yeah. it, it's going to have a good impact. Yeah, so it's exciting, and I agree with you completely um, about all of the just the things that that we do with music, and and I'm excited to to launch that. And and again, also one thing for our listeners, just so that you guys know because I probably didn't say this, it's good. The podcast is going to turn to video. We've only done audio so far. And so why not continue to do video as well? Because, you know, it's nice to see people's faces. So even in this introduction yeah. episode, that's why we're doing a video version, but also audio in case you're in your car. And it's just something like you just, instead of music, a lot, like I notice either I like silence nowadays or talk okay. radio, talk radio. But yep. I do have appreciated like just driving because I got in a really bad accident, um, you know, where, because I was on my phone and I've shared that online, like, because I was really okay. upset about myself that I did that. And so like, mm -hmm. I've tried to not and be on my phone when I'm in my car anymore because of that. And so the silence of just driving and, and also I always think of things, you know, my mind's always creating. And so then I try to get home right away and, you know, journal it out or, you know, do something to, so that I don't forget, but it's also just that time for me. Yep. And so the other thing, and we won't go too much into this, but we are going to do New Mexico history. And that's mostly personal for me because yep. I didn't pay attention in class for New Mexico history. And there's so much richness. <laughs> um, there's so much about New Mexico that I don't know. And so I have a friend who's a professor and she's going to really help us with that. Um, eight, again, eight, season, eight episodes a year. And we're just going to dive into New Mexico history. And so, um, yeah, talking, talking about all of that. So, Let's go into, I kind of want to share with our audience, and I could do this or you can probably better if you do, just share um, announcements for upcoming content that you have and then where people can find you. I know you shared on your podcast already, but just all these different ways that people can find you if they want to follow up with you. Yeah, so uh, just to give everyone a heads up, all my social media is at It's Dave OU. Uh, all my gaming stuff is at it's Dave OU gaming. You literally just add a gaming to it. There's no space or anything like that. Uh, you can find me on pretty much every social media platform. Personal wise, you know, it's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Snapchat. 
I uh, also do have a podcast that I do personally, you know, you, you talked about as well. It does cover mindset and I do have a variety of topics going to be discussing. The next one that's going to be on my podcast, the next two are going to be uh, jobs versus career versus lifestyle. Cause that's a very interesting conversation for me, especially, you know, with what I said, you know, I do want to be essentially what would be financially independent. Like I don't want to, I do not want to have to rely on a job as my mainstream of income because like I said, I like my time. And so if I can open up 40, 60 hours a week for myself, fantastic. That would be awesome. Uh, gaming wise, again, I'm on, I do have a Facebook page. So it is at Estevo Gaming, like I said, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I post clips on there. Also live stream on Twitch. I just hit affiliate on Wednesday. Uh, and affiliate is just one of the, one of the small goals of being a streamer. It does, it gives you a multitude of ways to potentially even donate to a creator. Like I had, I had one lady, uh, she ended up uh, subscribing to the channel and then she gifted five, five subs to five other people that were in my chat that have been there consistently. And I told her like, and I know we talked about this too, about like donating to creators as well. It's like, yeah. I always say like, you don't have to do that because like, if you, if you feel obligated, awesome. I just hate having the feeling of me not giving anything like whether it is entertainment, if you think it is entertaining, awesome. Like the, that's the whole push <laughs> thing for me is that like, I, I like to have an, I like to have a good time with my gameplay and my community on there and everything. But when it comes to you know, like something like TikTok, it's just like kind of me just sitting there chatting my head off and, or working out or whatever. And so I always, I always say, look, I, I can always bring more value. So if you find that maybe there's a different way you would like to support me, you can always message me on Instagram. I'm always willing to have a conversation and figure out the best option for that person. Cause everybody has, you know, everybody has different things, right? like you said, finances, everyone, everyone can afford to do different stuff. So again, personal, personal, uh, social media at it's Dave OU and then gaming at it's Dave OU gaming. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. And, and honestly, just so our listeners know, and I might've already said this, but these intro episodes are kind of just really a snapshot of where I'm at right now. Like I have been on TikTok a lot and mm -hmm. realizing that I could use it to promote the podcast, but it takes time to really learn it. And so and that's where I got the idea behind um, these intro episodes. And I'm just grateful for David to Dave coming on the show and, and um, being really chill about that. Cause I, again, that was, I was really nervous as a, somebody reaching out to somebody I didn't know and saying, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. And you know, you're really cool about that. And so mm -hmm. I think yesterday that was some of the things we talked about too. And you said, don't ever be afraid to reach out to mm -hmm. other creators. And that, that's what I think I want to share also with the people out there that are, you know, nervous about creating online content, just to be your, be you and also yep. know your purpose too. Like really, like I had to really, now I'm really evaluating each platform that I have, like, and, and have to really say, okay, this is why I have this. Most of it's for the podcast, but mm -hmm. there's certain things that I, you know, use, I will put certain things on Snapchat or I will put certain things on Instagram, like, you know, like, but oh, that's, yeah. that's me. But what I want to invite mm -hmm. people to do is really, truly, Think about the influence you have as an individual within your circle of people. And we've talked about circle of influence on the podcast before mm -hmm. um, with one of my, my other people in there. And that's, oh, mm -hmm. but the internet is just like, and that's what everyone's doing now. Everyone's online because a lot of people are a little bit home more. So I think the responsibility to be response, just to be <laughs> positive and to be really good about what we do online is, is so important. So that's why these intro episodes are going to be built. And so I'm excited to connect with more content creators, um, continue to follow you on TikTok and see what fun we can have on there. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> see, how, see how you're growing and see how, you know, what, what's happening in Ohio. So we'll, I'll probably stay connected with you through TikTok, but also, you know, once I have your Gmail, we can share folders and, and all these things, yeah. which we've been doing. So it's been fun too, to 
kind of test out with you um, this con this coll collaboration hub. And so we've been mm -hmm. kind of like sharing, like I, just so our listeners know, I have these script notes and I, you know, kind of gave them to Dave and we have, you know, our, our, our producer here. So we're trying to do things in, in a way that keeps us organized and, and mm -hmm. really um, on top of our game so that we can share that same idea with young people and anyone else who wants to produce a podcast, like, hey, here's our journey. And so, mm -hmm. um, so you're part of that, that journey now, New Mexico. So again, you have to try to make the time to travel out here if, if you so <laughs> desire once the pandemic's a little uh, over a little bit more. Um, yeah. But again, want to thank you. And then is there any just last minute things you want to share with our listeners? Any quotes or any just last minute advice you have before we sign off? Uh, just just two things that you talked about, you know, number one, you know, with the content, you know, I, I have, uh, I've been following this kind of content funnel for myself like this, you kind of start out with that long form type of content, right? You know, whether it is an hour long podcast, video, audio, or whatever, typically, typically it would be a video, and you take that, and you break it down. So the next thing would be to rip the audio and you do a full episode of that. Um, well, typically, the long form, you would do it live and stuff like that. And then you again, you do long form content, you know, like YouTube, maybe even like IGTV or something like that, you know, put it on podcast and Apple, and then you break it down more. And that's just specifically for Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, like each one of those has a specific platform, like Twitter, right? All those ones have a specific platform, breaking those down to even clips and stuff like that, or maybe just like short segments, something that maybe like adds value or something that's entertaining that happened from that episode, you toss on there as a little promo or a little preview, right? And so, and again, you can keep breaking it down and then also taking those clips and recycling them, making like a, uh, like maybe like a montage that's on a specific topic, right? So that's the first thing. And then the second one is just, you know, like you said, being genuine, authentic, that is, you know, that was the hard thing when you came in, you're like, is this guy really, you know, being himself? Like, is he being fake? And so, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm very happy that, you know, I'm, I read the books that I've read and been around the people I'm around and listened to what I've listened to because it's really helped me have this posture and develop, you know, into the person I am today. Like I'm a, I'm in a very unique spot. Like I've said, I'm 24. I understand like what I want out of life, like financial independence is for me and I like controlling my time and I want to be able to add value to anybody that's in my audience, whether it is entertainment or it is mindset. Like I said, I told you, I've had people come to me and they'll read a book that I suggest and six months later, they come back and say, Hey, I got a pay raise at work. That's awesome. Like I'd yeah. rather have that than like a crap ton of followers. Right. You're like great success. <laughs> yep. And people come back to me too. It's like, Hey, like, uh, you know, my family's giving me some flack, you know, about starting my candle business, for example. And, um, and she was like, you know, what? I did it anyway. And things are going well right now. I said, that's awesome. Right. Um, and so just being genuine, authentic with your content, like knowing what you, knowing what you want to do. And that does take time. So, you know, maybe may, life is fast. So yes. maybe take the time to slow down and figure out, is this the path that you're on? Is this what you want? Uh, I just fell into content. Um, and a lot of people can do it. It's very easy and it, it can help your brand or business and all that stuff. So. Yes. Thank you. Great little nuggets of information. And I know it's a lot, you know, we have, we just packed a lot into one hour. So for those of you who listen to this, we thank you so much. We hope that it, you know, added value to use uh, David uh, Wilson's uh, <laughs> line here. Um, that's what we absolutely. wanted for today. Absolutely. Just kind of add, add some value to your life and also just inspire you to um, take a look at, you know, content creators and really just um, just lift each other up. One of the things I've really noticed um, 
and this is not just in Mexico, but just in general as people, we can just be haters, like we talked about the comments and stuff that can happen. And so really just checking ourselves around, um, you know, not being, not being haters to one another when yeah. somebody's trying around um, online content. And so yeah. I'm excited about the fall. That's the last thing. So, you know, I got my, mm -hmm. for those of you who are watching on video, I have my favorite fall um, uh, long sleeve here, which that's the season and hoodies. And so I don't know what the weather's like in Ohio, but we can all, New Mexico weather's crazy. We can go from sweater to, you know, tank top in the same day. But uh, yep. fall's definitely really beautiful. And so happy fall to all our listeners. This is our um, introduction episode, fall 2020. And we're just so excited. So um, yeah. hats off to everybody. So you're listening to Just New Mexico, a part of the New Mexico Youth Podcasting Network. And until we connect again, be strong, be wise, be kind, and most importantly, love one another. Um, thank you to, to Dave and to our yeah, producer, Richard Baca. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, little L out.